Well, we began this uh, holy season of um, Advent with the lighting of candles. And somebody said, well, that's just tradition. No, it's wonderful to note that Jesus came to be the light of the world. And so this week, this month, we celebrated first the first candle. We celebrated hope. Hope thou in the Lord. We need hope for the future. Lord Jesus, there are going to be trials and tribulations. We might as well face that. But God is more powerful than the works of darkness. And he's our hope for eternal life. Amen. So we're in a, we're on a journey to a destination that is going to bring hope to our lives. And the second candle we lit was for peace. And Jesus said, peace I live with you. Leave my peace I live, leave with you. And I believe this morning that we need his peace. You know, I loved it when a brother was here and he said that peace is not just a word, it's a man. Jesus Christ is the peace that passes all understanding. And I've had that experience in my life when I should have been upset, but I felt the peace of God when I had my heart surgery. Somebody said, are you nervous? And I and I thought for a minute and I thought, no, I have the peace of God that is with me. And he was truly with me and brought me through at, at an older age, and I rose up and was strong and powerful. I still need a little hand to raise me up today, but I still am on my feet. Thank you, Jesus. So I love God with all my heart. I love his hope. I love his peace. And number three is his joy. And that is what we want for the future. We want the joy in the midst of all the heartache and all the trials and everything that's going on that the enemy is trying to detour the church of Jesus Christ. But let me tell you something. We have his joy. He said, I give with you my joy and let my joy be within you. And I want to see us ring in the new year with the joy of the Lord, not the bill, not the bills, not the heartaches, not the pain, not anything. But the joy of the Lord rise up tomorrow morning and say, I want the joy of the Lord throughout 2024. I made a silly saying. I said, don't be sad. Don't be sore. But rise up in 24. And so we got to rise against our pain. We got to rise against anything that is sad or disappointing because we need the joy of the Lord to get us into eternal life. And so we lit the candle that there would be joy in the house, that there would be joy in the new year, and our life would reflect the joy of Jesus because there are so many hurting people in the world and they need to see. And you know what? If you have the true joy of the Lord and you walk down the market street or market uh, hallway and somebody sees you, you know, they can sense that something's different in us. But if our face looks like theirs then there's no hope there. But when our face walks down the aisle and we have the joy of the Lord present in us, we will affect others, and that's what we want to do. We want to be able to affect others with the joy of the Lord. And the fourth candle was the expectation. So let me ask the church this this morning. What is your expectation for 2024? Is it the same old, same old, same old? You know, sometimes I say, well, how are you, to somebody, I say, well, how are you doing? And they say, oh, same old. 
you know, but it's not going to be the same, O church, because we're not going to be the same. We're going to rejoice in the Lord. We're going to grow a little bit more spiritually. We're going to be a little bit more mindful of the power and the anointing of God that is more powerful than the works of darkness. And will there be works of darkness? Yes, because the devil's not dead, church. But Jesus Christ is alive and well, and he is more powerful than the works of darkness. So I would love you to get that in your spirit today. I want it to be in my spirit, and I want us to just go forth in the power, the anointing, in the hope, in the peace, in the joy, and with an expectation in our heart that this year will be greater in God. It may not be greater in finances. It may not be greater in all the things that go on in the world, but it will be greater in Christ if Christ is the ultimate goal in your life today. So I want to give you this scripture in Deuteronomy 20, 3 and 4. It's powerful. It's Old Testament. I love it when I find something in the Old Testament that just causes my heart to, to rejoice. And this scripture says, let not your hearts faint. There will be crisis and circumstances in this coming year that will cause you to feel a little faint. But let me tell you this. The word of God says, let not your hearts be faint. Fear not. Do not neither be ye terrified. How many know when things strike us that as of a negative nature, we do get a little terrified, especially when we go to the doctor and they give us reports. I hate the reports, the bad reports. I love the good reports. I love the report that Jesus has for us, and that report is trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not into your own understanding. So this scripture says, let not your hearts faint, fear not, do not, neither be terrified. For the Lord your God is he that goeth with you to fight. Israel was always fighting, and they are fighting today. And the same scripture applies to them this very moment. When I pray, I apply this scripture to them, that they will not faint, that they will not be terrified, and that they will remember that God has fought for them before, and he will fight for them again. And that is the same message to the church today. What God has brought you through, we're still here, we're all here, and we're in our right mind, hopefully. Thank you, Jesus. And and he has done great things for us. He has done things that have been impossible in our lives he's brought us to this moment moment in time that we can worship him and give thanks for his goodness it says for the lord your god is he that goeth with you he's talking to israel and he says he will fight for you against the enemy and he will save you this is the word of the lord to israel today that is in terrible warfare that god is still with them he will still fight for them and he will fight for us when the enemy comes against us in the year ahead. So let's just take joy in a new year, in a fresh year, in the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit that is able to brought us through all these years. He will take us until we enter into eternal life, which is a great goal. So then the title of my message today, which is brief, is entitled The Angel's Message. And I thought on this a lot. What can I give to the church that will stir the power and the anointing of God in their heart and make them strong against any warfare that the enemy brings against them in the coming year? And the Lord gave me this message, and it's so simple. It's the same message that was given to the shepherds and the kings and all at the beginning of Christ's birth. 
And, you know, I have so many thoughts for the new year. Well, Lord, I should do this. I hope that God would give me this for the church, you know. And I start looking for what is God going to do for the church in this new year. And he said, I'm going to do the same thing I did last year. I'm still there. I'm still going to be there. My anointing is still going to be there. And there's nothing that can come against the church that will not stand against the blood of Jesus Christ. So let us not even bite off anything in the next year that we might think is negative and let us see that God has brought us through this year. We're sitting in his house. We're blessed. The kingdom of God is still alive and well and God is going to take us through the next year that is that is before us. And the message that the angels gave and he gave it to the shepherds, which is the leaders of Christianity in this world. And he said, you know, the, the angel said, fear not, you know, for this day in the city of David, there is a savior. And this it's the same today. There's still a Savior today. And the Spirit of the Lord that spoke that when Christ was born, that there is no more fear because Christ is born. And so when we look at the Scriptures and we see the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we know that God is with us. And he will never leave us. We quote that. We say that. But church, do we act like that? It's so hard when the trials and the temptations come that immediately if we forget. But we also need to remember that as he's with us all this past year, he's been through all the trials that we've been through, all the things that we've been through. He's never left us, and he will never leave us or, or forget us. And so we need to take heart in this year. So what what is fearful to you today? Did you come here with a thought of anything for the new year that might be fearful? Like, well, I guess the, all the utilities will raise this year and we get, we get all these, uh, little signals from the enemy to start having fearful thoughts in the very beginning of this year. But this is a new year. This is empowered by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. If you put him first in your life and this year will be greater than last year in the spirit. If we will put him first in our life and if we will follow the paths of righteousness, if we will follow him, he has a path for us. He has a journey for us. Some of it's got hard places. Some of it's got great places. Some of it's got healing places. It's got all sorts of things. God's plan is in focus for our life. Some of it we don't like, but when we get used to it, we'll see what God has a purpose in all things in our life. So in the closing of our uh, year today, I want to show you 68 times in the word of God it says fear not. Sometimes it says fear not and there's a good end. Because, of course, when the angel said to the shepherds, fear not, what happened? Christ was born. Our sins are alleviated. There's power and anointing and, and the Holy Ghost is now with us and we have the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So when God says fear not, there can be awesome good things. And then when he says fear not, there can be some sorrows that we might have to go through, some troubles, some difficulties, and we have to learn to trust him to walk through those things. So in the few minutes that I have, I want to give you some thoughts. Quickly, let's note that there is help for the new year. In Luke 1.13, it says, Fear not, Zacharias. I'm just going to talk about what he meant. He said, Fear not, Zacharias. He says, I have heard your prayer. 
How many times do we pray and wonder, did God even hear me? And I go, here, Lord, I'm back again. Did you hear me? And and of course he hears us. He knows everything about us. So I want to say to you, Dave, fear not, people. When you pray, trust that he's listening. Trust that he hears. In Luke one thirty, he says, fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with me. How many would like to find favor with him? Then let's seek his favor. Say, Lord, I desire your favor in my life. I just want you to hold my hand and walk with me. And I want to be able to overcome the stresses and the anxieties and all those things. And that's what he said to Mary. It was a big thing that he said to Mary. It interrupted her plans for life. It interrupted everything she desired and everything that she wanted. You know, but God said, you found favor with me. You got to go through this, and the end of this trial, at the end of this, in, uh, you know, interruption in your life, there's going to be glory and honor and power and praise. So when we make it through, we're going to see how powerful our God is that He will take us through those difficulties. In Matthew one twenty, He said, "Fear not to Joseph." Imagine Joseph's plans. He had big plans, you know. And God all all of a sudden came into his life and disrupted his plans and said, Mary, fear, uh, Joseph, fear not, said to take unto Mary thy wife because you're going to bring forth a son and you're going to call his name Jesus. Can you even imagine, fellas, if you had plans for your life and what you were going to do and who you were going to marry and everything that was going on and you were working for the cause of that and all of a sudden an angel of the Lord wakes you up in the night and says, fear not, I got a new plan for you. The same as he did to Mary. He told her, I'm going to give you a new plan. Well, we're still in Christmas. It's okay. It's always Christmas. It's always the Lord's day, isn't it? And so God is speaking to to those that he interrupted their lives. He's speaking to Zacharias. Zacharias was going to be stricken quiet for a little while because he doubted. So let's not do that. Let's not doubt. Let's not lose our voice because God is sick of hearing our, our anxieties and those kinds of things. In Matthew 28, 5 and 6, it says, The angel of the Lord said unto the women, These are the women that, that heard that Jesus was dead, and they ran to the tomb to see if he was there or to see what was going on. And when they got to the tomb, the angels was there. And then the angel said unto them, Fear not, for you know that, that if you seek Jesus, he's not here. He's gone. He's alive. He's well. You know, get back to the city and tell everybody what's going on. Wouldn't you love to have an angelic message that would just interrupt your fears and your anxieties and you're standing there and your heart's pounding and you're looking for Jesus. Where is he? What could have happened? They killed him. And all of a sudden you meet the angels at the tomb and they say, fear not. You know, they could have said anything, but it's always fear not. All these times it's fear not. Sometimes there's instructions with the fear not. Sometimes there's sorrow with the fear not. Sometimes there's uh, just joyful news that God is with you and what's going on with you is going to be an honor and a blessing unto him. Sometimes we have to suffer with him. In John twelve fifteen, it says, Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, thy king cometh. Well, if you're a born-again believer, it's to, to the men and to the women, fear not, because the king is coming. He was telling them he was coming then, but he's still coming now. 
And he says, fear not, I'm coming. Did you ever just lay in bed and think, as a child, they taught, taught me that. And I would think, well, maybe, Jesus, you're coming tonight. You know, as a child, I would think those things. And I would say, what shall we do if you come, you know? And then I said, I think I I didn't brush my teeth tonight, Lord, you know. You know, and I think all those things as a child, you know, but church, he's coming. He's still the king that's coming. And he's saying unto the daughters of Zion and to the men of the kingdom that I'm still coming. The king is coming. He came riding on the donkey, came into the city in in the flesh to show them who he was. But now he's coming in the spirit to catch us unto him. So it's important. Fear not. Uh, it's Acts 27:24. This is dear to my heart. He speaks to Paul. And Paul is in shipwreck. He's in shipwreck and he's got a bunch of prisoners on the ship. And the storm is blowing. And, and he speaks to Paul and he says, and this is important, church. Don't forget this. He says, fear not. He said, thou must be where you're going. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. And God hath given thee, not paraphrasing, this is the word, God hath given thee all them that sail with thee. Now, if you can get that, that passage in the spirit, he's saying all that come with us. He, that means our families. We got to keep praying for our families. Sometimes we look at our families, Jesus help me. And we look at them and we say, God, how will this ever work out? How will this ever turn out for good? But I read that and my spirit stood up and he says, Paul, it's okay. You're going to get through this shipwreck. You're going to get through this. And and the Lord said that you're not going to lose anybody. And the ship was full of convicts. God loved them. And God said, you're not going to lose them. I'm going to bring them through the storm. He will bring you through the storm. And he will bring our children through the storm. And we got to trust him and we got to believe for them and we got to pray for them and we got to invoke words of comfort and encouragement and spiritual words to them whenever we're with them. And they might say, oh, mom, I know what you're saying. No, you know, when I talk to my kids, I talk to them all the time. And so I want to say this to the church today. If you have offspring that are discouraging you, Don't be discouraged. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and call him to the purposes that this is my family and I'm praying for them and I need you to touch them. Maybe they're nieces or nephews. Maybe maybe they're sons or daughters. But God is going to bring them through the storm. He cares about every one of them. He doesn't care about drugs or whatever is going on in their life. He does care about that. But I'm saying that that is not going to detour him from bringing them through and safely through the storms. So what do we fear, church? What do we fear? There's a there's a fear and an anxiety in us from time to time, you know, when the devil strikes. But maybe it's just the basic things that are in the cares of life when the enemy comes against us and just keeps us uneasy. Do you ever have that just feeling, you know, you, you look... You love the Lord with all of your heart. You trust him with everything within you. You're faithful to him. But every once in a while, there's just a little anxiety for a loved one. There's a little anxiety for something. I want to tell you something today. This is the year that the angel of the Lord is going to speak into your spirit and say, Fear not. I'm I, My father is in charge, and God is going to bring you through the storm, and he's going to hear your prayer, and he's going to honor you. 
So my admonition to the church today is to bring the new year in with joy, the joy of the Lord, the joy of Jesus. What do we have in him? We have eternal life. We have a life after this that is so eternal we cannot even comprehend what it is going to be like. We don't want to just so much live for that that we don't live for today. But we want to live for today for him that that will be a glorious place of rewards and a glorious place to be received into the eternal kingdom because we lived for him today. So I'm saying to the church today, fear not. Ring in the new year with joy. Don't start saying, well, the gas prices will go up. Don't be worried in these governmental issues, church. God is still in control of our country no matter who is in the high seat. And God is going to do some miraculous things while the enemy disrupts and causes so much trouble and corruption in our world and changes the laws of creation. All those things that the enemy thinks he's got going for him. There is no higher power than our God. And our God is going to see us through the crisis. He's going to see us through. And we, and you know, we just must, we just must be like an, like an idiot. You know, we just smile in the face of the enemy and we say, I know what you're doing, God. I know what God is doing in my life and I know what you're doing, devil, but you will not conquer. And we got to speak to him. Speak to him like Jesus did. He said, get behind me. That's where you belong, behind the saints, not in front. Fear not, church. This is my message. That's the message of the angel that started everything when faith and holiness and righteousness was born and laid in a manger. And it continues today. The voice of the angels are still in 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 implemented today he's they're still speaking peace they're still speaking hope they're still putting within us an expectation that tomorrow will be better than today because we're going to grow in spiritual matters tomorrow that makes us better than yesterday and i want to say to the church today to watch our character watch how we deal with circumstances watch how we deal with the things that the enemy brings because if we get upset And if our pulse races and we have argumented spirit and all those things, that's what the enemy wants. He wants to disrupt, disrupt the peace, the hope, the joy of the saint. And we got to talk back to him. We got to defy his works in the earth. And people need to see that if we go through a trial, we still have the joy of the Lord. We still have hope in the Lord. We still trust him to hear our prayer. We still trust him for everything because he's brought us thus far and he will not fail us. He will take us all the way to eternal life. And that is our goal. So I want to say to the church today to fear not. Enter this new year with joy and peace. You may have a pain. You may have a financial difficulty. You may worry about your children. There are all those things. But enter into this this new year with the joy of the Lord, knowing that his joy is more powerful than the works of darkness. And we know that, church. We say that. We quote those scriptures. But they cannot just be scriptures today. They have to be something that is deep-seated in our heart. And when we say, I know that, but the joy of the Lord is my strength, we have to believe that. And we have to rise up and have that strength. You know, it's, it's a day in which we live Yes, there's corruption and there will be more corruption, but there will be more power of God because the enemy is never 
more powerful than our God. And I know when the elections come up and all those things and we get into contests with one another and all that. But you know what? God's not Republican or Democrat. God is for his people. And God is going to do some things that are going to shock us in the days ahead. But just stand strong. Remember our hope, our peace, our joy, and have an expectation that God is greater than anything the enemy can do. Father, we love you today. And we thank you, Lord. And we have not shortened this day because we don't desire to be with you longer But we shorten this day, Lord, that they might be with their families, they might be a witness to their families, that we might do something spiritual uh, in this hour and in this time, O God. And we just ask, Lord, that you will give us opportunities, and Lord, that you will let us be like Elijah, that we can see that there's more with us than that there's more with the darkness, O God. And that we can be as you spoke to Zacharias, Lord, that you hear our prayer. We can be like Mary and Joseph, Lord, when you interrupt our plans, we just to go along with it and say use me for your glory oh god and lord i pray for our families today i pray for our offspring lord jesus bring them to a revelation of who you are i pray and keep them safe oh god we just thank you lord jesus for our children keep them safe against the powers that are working to destroy them oh god and keep them strong and help us to be witnesses of who you are to our offspring and to our families and to those that we work with. Oh, God, strengthen us to be powerful for you, I pray. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you for a fresh day that is ahead of us, that we can serve you, Lord, with all of our heart, and that you will minister to us. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. Let the church just give thanks for all that God has brought us through and all that he will take us through in the new year, the fresh new year that he places before us. We give you thanks in Jesus' name.